Welcome back, everyone. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus, but uh, the SoundCloud is working out nicely for us now, and we are back at the X-Bar after the white race, the Scott Vanderloop Memorial. This is podcast number 24. 24. Rick Spoo. Danny Graciani when he raced super late models. That Remember DuPont that? car. Yes, indeed. That was a good one. What other one do you got there, Dan? How about, ooh, ooh, ooh oh, I no. got one. How about Jeff Swears? Jeff Swears? And Nate Van Wyken when he drove for Jeff Swears. Carrie Vanderloop? Carrie Vanderloop, yeah. Oh, boy. It's a lot of 24s. Yes, indeed. What about Nick Van? Yes, Nick, Nick Van. Van was, the only yes, one that I another remember. 24. It's He's a very a popular big Jeff number. Gordon fan. Wanna, he might listen to this, too. Want to jump down to Slinger and Dan Mills? Dan Mills, I remember him. Dan Mills out of, I think he was from Brooklyn. He ran the Mars series? He did. Yep. He did. So he probably raced like a con a little bit too. 24 cars. Okay, well, before we get into any of the racing stuff, dun da da dun, congratulations, Dan the Video Man. Dan the Engaged Video Man. Locked it up. Thank he you. Did. Made it official. Yes, it did. Under the fireworks? Were the fireworks going when you did it? Yes. The funny thing was, uh, right when I put the ring on her finger is when the finale started. Wow. <laughs> so I timed that perfectly. Timing is everything. He didn't time it perfectly. He got lucky. <laughs> yeah, I did get lucky. <laughs> Either More way. ways than one. Yeah. Either way, congratulations. <laughs> you, what, were you a little afraid she wasn't going to say yes? Oh, no. I knew, I, I knew it. Okay. I got lucky because her dad said yes to okay. me asking. Oh, so you, you got that in. You went about it the right way. Yes. I told you he's an upstanding young man. Did you ever mm. doubt me? Well, well, I don't know. I saw you not eating vegetables at your last meal, so we got to talk about that. My but everything else is good. My last meal was a steak sandwich and fries. Let me guess. See, it's going to go, be no my vegetables. pizza again in about an hour, like normal. <laughs> yeah, like normal. Yeah. Dan always grabs the first slice, too. You ever notice that? Yep. Like, hey, are you ordering a pizza? Yeah, no, I might. The pizza doesn't even hit the table, and Dan's already got a slice in his mouth. <laughs> Works out pretty well for him. But anyway... X-Bar Pizza, check it out. Yeah, through through all of that, we are back here at the X-Bar with the Rumble Over the Thunder podcast. My name is Matt Banyard, Dan Strong, already introduced him. Andy Monday coming off of a nice run tonight in the super late model race. Um, it got off to a bit of a slow start, but then toward the end, I mean, just way too much Steve Apel, Bobby Kendall, and then yourself. Yeah, it was a good run. We had a good starting position, and uh, the inside line, unfortunately, didn't go right away, so we ended up sixth or seventh that first restart and then we were able to get out and go and uh got by the 34 early which was key because we were pretty equal towards the end yeah he got better um, and uh i had a run on uh on kendall and we traded some paint which is uh good hard racing and uh he had a good run and ended up second but april kind of took off on both mm. those restarts got the lead and never looked back so that's probably his if i'm gonna guess i'm gonna say fifth feature win at Kakana because he won the yeah. red and the white race that one year. He's won the Tundra race twice? Once. Once? Yep. Okay. So this might be his fourth feature win at Kakana. But I think he's finished either three or four times he's finished second in our Tundra race. Yeah, and he's yeah, probably raced at Kakana 15 times, so right. his batting average is pretty good. And he's done it with two different kinds of cars, too. He had the Pathfinder and now jumping in with the Fury, and he told me the big help for the Fury this week was that Chris Wimmer came and helped him with the Slinger Nationals and told him you got this in the wrong place. That's upside down. You need to fix this. And he said that maybe it didn't make him good enough to win the Slinger Nationals, but it, it sort of helped him get a better baseline for coming back here tonight. Yeah, and anytime you can run at different tracks, it just helps your overall program because there's things you you might not try at your home track that you try at other tracks, and then you bring it back and apply it. So it was good to see him up here. He had a good run at the Red Race. I think he was seventh. Yeah. So as far as overall standings, he's probably towards the top five after the win tonight. Right, and I think, uh, you know, you were kind of talking about it a little bit. We're probably looking at 
we're, we don't have the points in front of us, but we're probably looking at Maxwell, who had a pretty decent night, and Bobby Kendall had a pretty decent night, maybe sort of squaring off for the Red, White, and Blue Championship. But as we've seen in years past, <laughs> the fifth-place guy might come out with a win, so you just really don't know. You really don't, and uh, it should be a good race heading into the Blue Race. A lot of strong cars, and uh, 31 cars tonight, Matt, yeah, for the White awesome. Race. Fantastic. You know that's that's pretty amazing, uh, especially you know, after Slinger on Sunday. You gotta or Tuesday. I mean, you gotta kind of wonder did a few guys get burned out? It was great to see uh, the fifty-one Fronty, uh, even Bobby Kendall ran that Slinger Kurt too. Tillman so, yeah. came up, uh, Egan. Yep. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it was good to see. Well, before we get too far into it, we did talk to Steve Apel after his win at WIR tonight in the Scott Vanderloop Memorial, and here's what he had to say about it. Steve Apel picks up the win in the white race, the Scott Vanderloop Memorial. And, uh, Steve, it was a pretty good performance. I know you had to sweat it out a little bit at the start, but at the end this thing was seemingly untouchable. Yeah, the, the goal was really to kind of shake it down and see what we have for the Dixieland race. Uh, last time we raced here with this car, uh, we struggled big time. We qualified 15th or 16th, barely made the show. Um, Got into a couple, a couple of yellow, yellow flags. We came in and we made an adjustment. We went back out. We finished seventh or eighth. Just uh, not a good performance on our part. And uh, we went back to the drawing board this last week. Uh, we went around the nationals and we, we knew we had a pretty good car there. We didn't have a car that could win, but we had a car that we felt could run in the top five. Um, so when we got back to the drawing board Wednesday night. We knew that we, we needed to be on our A game to come here uh, today, and um, we. We missed a little bit in qualifying, but uh, we know that we had a comfortable car for the race. And um, to be able to get the lead early on and, and kind of just ride, it, it, it's the easiest way to win. Uh, starting deep in the field, missing the invert, uh, or, or getting fast time is tough. I mean, this is a hard, hard place to pass. Uh, I know that there's other guys that are fast as well. It just they get stuck back in the back trying to get by guys. So I know it's, it's not as it's not as easy as it looks. Uh, you know, we definitely we definitely know that when we come back for the for the white or the blue race, that uh, it won't be as easy that that time. Starting 14th, it'll be deep in the field. Uh, we'll have a work cut out for sure for us. But uh, overall, uh, pretty pretty happy week for us. Fifth at nationals, uh, first year. Uh, take a little break now. Come back uh, for the Dixieland race. Now tell me this. I know a lot of the fans uh, have seen drivers that'll go from one race to another. A lot of guys have the two cars, so they could have one set up for this race and one set up for that race. Not the case for you. What happens between Tuesday and Thursday to get the car ready? Yeah, so Tuesday night, uh, I think we got home at 2.30 in the morning. I uh, went to work all day Wednesday. Got home Wednesday night about 5.30. Um, got the trailer hooked back up to get out hooked the trailer to go to work. Uh, we unloaded everything, got everything cleaned up. By 8 o'clock, the car was on the scales. Uh, we got a great group of guys. We got we got five or six guys that are dedicated to our team that are there night and day. Um, you know, everybody, everybody's got a full-time job. So we were lucky they had one, one guy had off the whole week this week, and he was our parts runner in case we needed anything. So, um, But overall, we late night, Wednesday night, we got everything loaded up last night about 11 o'clock. Uh, got to bed about midnight and worked, worked a half day today. Got off at 2 and uh, made, the, made the trek up here. So it's uh, it's definitely a lot of work. Uh, we knew that on Tuesday that we couldn't wreck it. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a chance to race here. Um, but uh, overall, one race car is the way we want to do it. Uh, only, only way, only way uh, we can do it money-wise. So um, we try to build the best car we can build and put our best foot forward every time we go to the racetrack. Now, just a few seasons ago, you won this red, white, and blue state championship. And we've seen so many times how crazy things can get during the blue race 
what are you thinking? Do you still think you, you've got your shot here? Is it something you're trying to line up, or, or what's your thought process going into the blue race? You know, I don't, I don't really know where we sit in points. I know that the first race we really struggled. We didn't qualify good. We didn't get qualifying points. Uh, we struggled in the heat race. We struggled in the feature. Um, so I'm not really sure where we sit in points, uh, but our, our goal is to come here in the blue race and win the race. Um, so we'll come back and try to go for fast time and, uh, and win the race is our goal. Uh, we know that, that, that that's a stretch goal for us, but uh, that's a goal we put for ourselves, and hopefully we can, uh, if, we, if we win the blue race or, ha or run well in the blue race, that's all we can do. Uh, having Starting off on the wrong foot doesn't help, but uh, overall, that's, that's part of racing. So that is Steve Apel victorious here tonight in the white race, and Andy, uh, as I kind of said, it, things did get off to a slow start a little bit here tonight, and I don't know, the, do you get jitters at the start of a big race like this? You get some time to settle in. 60 laps is almost double what we do on a normal Thursday. I mean, what, what kind of goes through the mindset of a racer? I hate to say yes and no, but it is kind of a little bit of both. So we know as racers it's 60 laps, but at the same time we also know everybody's got four fresh skins on their cars, and the best time to make your moves and make your passes is when everybody's bunched together at the start and on those restarts um, and then you saw at the end when we had that long green flag run it seemed like everybody got strung out and was just kind of equal so um, you got to be kind of pick and choose your battles a little bit and pick up when you can when everybody's together and then see how the chips fall and speaking of chips falling for the people that are in the last chance race oh boy another classic last chance race <laughs> At WIR, you have Mike Reichenberger, who's always kind of in there. Uh, Michael Anthony was part of it again. Grant Griesbach. Grant Alex, Anthony. Did you see Alex Seidel at the end of that? I don't know he if you were watching. Hard, running the outside. Wow, he got so close at the end. Just another he fantastic race. He slipped up race. a little bit off of turn two with, I think, two to go. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I think he would have got it. Yeah, and just kind of testing the waters on the outside there. I think the first time he went out there, he's probably holding his breath. Like, is this going to work? And he looked like a pro out there by the time he made his run toward the final transfer spot. Yeah, I'm very impressed with Alex this year. I mean, moving up from the super stock class, you know, racing that old 56 Chevy or what he, what he had, you know, before and taking the jump, he's really improving each week and he's not afraid to stick that car certain places and mm -hmm. see if he can make it work. Uh, sometimes you see people the first time they get on the half mile are very tentative. They don't want to wreck the car. They want to just run around in the back and not Alex, he's going for it every lap, so it's cool to watch. Yeah, for sure, and unfortunately, he was the only 07 out there today. Uh, Corey Kempkis couldn't get that card on. And, you know, you talk about the 31 cars, but, you know, there are still a couple guys missing. 07, Jesse, 66, 66 uh, Jesse Oudenhoven after his win last week. Since we didn't have the podcast, we should talk a little bit about yep. Jesse O. And, uh, Travis Dasso was Yeah, Travis Dasso, but Jesse O mangling the car in <laughs> celebration last week. You've never done that, have you? Uh, no, um, I kind of took a note out of my uh, high school uh, coach's playbook that when you score a touchdown, just hand the ball to the ref and act like you've been there before. So uh, I don't think he, he did that. He was going for it after the win, and they uh, hurt the motor that had to come out, and they broke the rear end. So yeah. the $1,000 payday might have been a $5,000 yeah. repair at the end. bit of a washout <laughs> and then uh, a little bit of a wash under, too, but he had a really nice race last week, Jesse out and Holman did. Just uh, a guy who's racing part-time this year, kind of like Maxwell and kind of like some of the other drivers who's in and out. Uh, but I I've been impressed with him each time he's come in. And, you know, we sort of talked about this with Maxwell a couple of the podcasts ago, how it can be tough if you're not going after it each and every week. But 
you know, we've seen Maxwell as a part-timer and Jesse Alnoven as a part-timer. Now Steve April as a part-timer. So it seems like some of these guys are keeping their programs up to snuff even when they're not coming back every Thursday. Right. Yeah, and I talked to Max the night before we left and said, hey, so when are we going to see you again? And he kind of gave me a smirk and said, ah, we'll probably see you next week. So I don't know how part-time he's going to be. Right. With, with how good their car is running, I think they're having fun. Uh, they're just going to keep coming back and keep racing. So Yeah, and part-time is kind of a loose term, too, because a lot of the, it's kind of like two out of three part-time where it's not really like a one out of five sort of part-time. Yeah. We're, we're seeing them. And still with the way Max it. is running, I mean, even though he's missed two or three nights, he still might end up in the top ten in points just yeah. because he's running so strong Possibly. every time he's here. And I think Travis Dasso, even, he missed one night and he was still leading the rookie points, uh, probably surrendered that today after missing his second race of the year. So that probably should put Tim Springstor, Grant Griesbach up in that spot. And that's kind of another thing, you know, aside from the red, white, and blue points, the Thursday night points, which are tight, you know, with you, Casey, Kyle Kalmus, Bobby Kendall. Uh, now we also got to kind of look at that rookie battle too. now that Travis was kind of running away with it early, but hit and miss. And suddenly you got Griesbach and Springstor as part of the conversation, big part of the conversation. Yeah, and those guys are really your true rookies because we've, we've seen Dassel... Yeah. You know, he's a former ASA champion, 2003. Yeah, yeah. he's got Howie some laps. And stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, last year Travis Sauter was a rookie. A couple of years ago, Casey Johnson was a rookie. You know, in quotes, his dad. Yeah, Dan's I like putting yeah, the, Dan's putting up, the like, air quotes up. Yep, and he's, exactly. He's, uh, he's good at putting that. Didn't Dalton Zier win the rookie of the year title, Zier, too, yep, in the 47 the car? car? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, definitely have to right. put uh, We should look into that rule a little bit. I don't know. What? We should look into that rule a little bit. I don't know. Well, the funny thing about it is the club rule is you only so many races you've won in a season, like five or more, I believe it is, to be a rookie. But the VIP Fast Suites, John Simonis and Rick Sweary, mm -hmm. they put up that $1,000 bonus. They really choose who is right, eligible right. for that. So, like, last year, Travis Sauter was the Fox River Racing Club rookie. But the actual rookie that got the $1,000 VIP Fast Suites thing wasn't. Yeah, it was John DeAngelis, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. exactly. So, and Johnny truly was a, a, Him and a Bunch, rookie. Right? Yep. yep. Johnny and, and Chad. So I guess that kind of catches up us up on the last two weeks of the super late models. and We had oh, TechGate last week, too. We did. want to get into that. I don't uh, know. You jump right into that, Andy. You know it better than I do. I'm just the announcer up there in the tower. Well, here's what happened. So <clears throat> we've had some tech stuff come up in the four cylinders in the past. We had some tech stuff come up in the super stocks in the past. We talked about with Wenzel and stuff last year. Um, unfortunately, last week, uh, the second place finisher, uh, they checked a uh, ignition box chip. The, the engine package they were running requires a 7600 chip, and unfortunately that chip was not 7600. So uh, they were moved from second place to last place, points and money. But they still came back and raced this week. You know, they mm -hmm. they um, didn't shy away from, from coming out and competing. Uh, some teams might just pack it in for the year and not want to come back. So... Um, good to see them out here, and they had a good night tonight. I think they qualified third and sixth in the feature. So. Okay, so we can kind of roll into a little bit of tech here now, too. You're talking 7,600 chip, 7,400 chip. You might hear 6,400 chip. What does that mean for maybe someone who isn't quite sure about these things? Yeah, so it's basically a rev limiter chip. It, it only allows you to turn that maximum amount of RPM. So, so it's kind of like the governor on your car when you take it over 110 on the highway, right? <laughs> who does that? I don't know. Don't tell your insurance company. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Yeah, it is. It restricts how many RPMs you can turn in the engine. And if you're out at the track and you hear someone qualifying and they come by, you know, Ty Majeski always uh, is up against the chip. You'll you'll hear it just kind of right before they the they're ready to get on the brakes. So, yeah, that's that's the chip you're hearing. It's maxing out the number of RPMs you can run with that engine package. Yeah, and that just kind of tries to keep things on an even playing field because exactly. some engines make a little more horsepower than others, right? Yeah. Basically. yeah, and we talked about it in the winter, and it was actually a suggestion from the group, just let's put a chip on all the engines, you know, and, and if it's 8,000 or 7,600 or whatever the number is, that's fine. Let's chip them all because in the long run, if we keep the RPMs down, it's going to save wear and tear on the engines for everybody and just ultimately save you costs at the end of the year when you're rebuilding it mm. because... When you're turning these things over 8,000 RPM, you know, some guys I've heard turning like 8,500 RPM on Thursday nights, you're you're really hard on a lot of stuff. So, And um, if you ever saw the movie Days of Thunder, <laughs> you would know that. <laughs> when Dan. Harry Hyde checks the tag. Yep. I forgot to bring that. It's You did. I have it. Harry you are Hyde get checks it. the tag. You need to bring that. 9,000 yeah, RPMs, that's are, we bad. Are, we are getting the audience telling us that it's been quite a few podcasts since you promised to see this movie, Dan. He's been kind of busy. Yeah. Just there a little busy. rings and things. Yep. There was work. Yep. And then there was also SoundCloud being, uh, not being, being able not to upload good. podcast material. But hey, if you're listening on SoundCloud, we love SoundCloud. Yeah, thank you. When it we works. appreciate They're going to ban our account now. Throw them yeah, under probably. The bus. We love you, SoundCloud. I okay. just blame Dan. I just figured since you're engaged now, you can't do this anymore. Oh, no. I can now still do Now she oh, calls no. the shots and what you can oh. and can't do. Oh, no. Thursdays are my nights. Thursdays are my nights. Shots fired. Shots fired. See, and this is where the single guy just sits back and, like, I can, I got nobody to answer to. It's kind of nice. you have a is fun she, night? Is she listening? Uh, I don't know. Okay. We're going to find out the hard way, aren't we? <laughs> Probably. Dan's not going to yep, be Dan's here. Dan's not here next week. This we'll podcast know. ain't even getting uploaded. Yeah. <laughs> Or if somewhere in the middle there's an edit in there or this whole part gets cut out, we know. Yep. Well, here's the other question. Do you have a, uh, a fun night where you can go off and do your own thing? Yeah, it's called racing night Thursday. Yeah, it's called okay. whenever he damn well pleases. <laughs> That's fair. Because <laughs> he's Andy Monday. Oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> Look at cool. me go. I don't know how these things work. Anyway, race cars, <laughs> late models, they've been pretty good the last couple of weeks as well. I thought we were going to have a back-to-back winner tonight. Almost, I so too. Brian. Damn. Flat left tire, left rear. Left rear tire. Yeah. And I asked him if it was from the hard battling he did with Van Wyken there for the lead, and it wasn't. It, it wasn't anything to do with that. So there were a couple cautions early in that race, and there might have mm. been a little bit of debris yeah, on the track that over. just got picked up and it was the size of a pinhole it was very small he's actually probably going to bring it down by my dad at matthews and drill and plug the tire <laughs> it, it a as a practice practice tire, tire. there you yeah. go yeah but yeah it was unfortunate you know he had a, he had a good car and a shot to go back to back which is hard to do he would have had a really nice week yeah. thursday win second at wasa in the tundra race and then another win that would have been and he told me how much Thursday fun he had Thursday. at Wausau because brian's experience goes back to Dirt Grand Nationals at He Oshkosh. was telling me about that, too. He told me, like, halfway through the feature, he's like, the furthest down I got it was, like, three-quarter throttle. Yeah, you don't go full <laughs> throttle at Wausau, no matter what. Yep. And Meyer Hoffer was there. He's over at the bar somewhere. I got to talk to him about Wausau. Yeah. It's, him uh, and Brian got a little physical. It looked like it was fun for well, a while. So did he and Jesse Bernhag, and it was, uh, was kind of fun. <laughs> it was fun to watch those guys, that's for sure. They took the gloves off there for a little bit. But uh, 
going back to our Thursday program, the last two weeks, the late model counts have been really, really nice. They've been up, getting they're tickling 20, almost there, 17-18. So full field mm -hmm. of cars. Yeah, starting to nice pick to up some more Nick cars. Tonight. Yep. Take the trip, first time in uh, late model. Come and get ready for the big eight race. Yep, he's been here in the yep. truck before. Did he win or head fast time Second. in the truck? Okay. Second in one I of the truck races, good. I believe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit different in the late model, and uh, we could see he kind of, he got a little bit of a lesson tonight from some of the more veteran racers. And, oh, by the way, speaking of the race, we should talk about the guy that won. He looked pretty good. Brazen. Is that his first win this year? It was his first this awesome. year. Brazen Bennett heads to victory lane. We chatted with him. Brazen Bennett picks up a win in the 25-lap white race for the late models. Brazen, you just told me, a hard-fought win certainly looked that way from up top. Yeah, to do 15 laps side-by-side side with somebody here is pretty unheard of in that class. Um, I definitely give props to Nate for being one of the best guys to race with out here. I can run side-by-side side with him and have total trust in him every lap. And he made it a really fun race for both of us. We went, out, we ended up shaking hands over here and both laughed a little bit and had fun all night. So, Race got off to a little bit of a rocky start. Now, what, what's that like for you? Just You're trying to log laps. It looked like your car was a little bit better the longer things went. Is that the way you had planned it out? My car was a little bit tight on the bottom the whole race and uh, just kind of was trying to overcome it as the race went on. I figured out a little bit different line that I could make the car work just a hair better that I was able to stay next to him. Um, once I was out on my own, I felt like the car was great, but in traffic it, it was lacking a little bit. But we'll fix that for next week. From the tower, when you guys came up on the lap cars and you were racing side by side and you fell back, I thought you were done. I thought that was Van Wyken's opportunity to get away. Take me through that. Yeah, I thought I was done there too. I, did, I figured it was better to take second rather than risking going three wide and getting black flags. So I dropped in behind him and was able to arc the corner. And for some reason, the car decided to turn that lap and it just happened to work out perfect. And I was able to dive down on the inside of him and actually beat him to the start finish line that lap. So. You know, every week we're talking to someone different here in the late models. It's just been an amazing competitive advantage or competitive balance in your division, and not just this year, but last year. You know, we've asked everybody this question: What's going on in the late models? Why are you guys all so competitive with one another? I'm sure some of the others have said this too, but there's probably seven or eight cars on a weekly basis that could win, and it makes it a lot of fun. Um, you know, it gives the fans a show. It doesn't. It's not the same person winning every week, so. Uh, I'm having fun with it, though. It's It's been a great field. So halfway through the season now, what do you think are your chances for the second half of 2018? Well, I think we finally got the car figured out, got my dirt car figured out, too, finally. So now we can focus on making fine-tuned adjustments, and hopefully we can be right there for the championship in the end. And you'll be back with the dirt car next week on the quarter mile, too, right? So double duty for Brazen next week? Yeah, for sure. Hopefully we don't have fuel issues this week, and we can go for the win this time. So Brazen Bennett... Ends up picking up the win tonight. That was quite the battle, Andy. You were probably in the car getting ready. Dan, I know you got to watch this thing. Mm -hmm. He and Van Wyken, the last 15 laps, just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You could until, hear the tires yeah. squealing in one and two. Could you? Yeah, down on the quarter mile. Yeah, Brazen was said he was uh, trying to fight a little push and finally got the car turning. Well, I think he might have needed a little assistance from the car on the outside. Sometimes, <laughs> Eight wheels yeah. turns better than four? A little bit, but oh, yeah. he said Nate and him, and they were good. You could see it after the race. It was just good, hard race, and a lot of fun to watch. And then you had Bernhagen was right there. Meyer Offer was right there. They were Munster. all just, yeah, Eddie Munster was in fifth. I mean, that. Yeah, that top five. Any any one of those top five could have won. 
could have walked out of there with a victory, but Absolutely. it was brazen. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's good to see him get that win there. A couple years ago, he was probably your more dominant car right. in that division. Yep. Last year, there was some struggles, and nice to see him get on back, back on track with that win. And Jesse Bernhagen, by the way, celebrating a birthday today. Another engaged man. Yeah, He's another engaged, engaged like man, yeah, just a couple of weeks ago. but Maybe you guys should do dual wedding. Yeah, there you go. Nope. Why? Uh, because I'm sure that he's going to get married before we do. Oh. Well, yeah, when's the date? He already set the date. Did you know that? No. April I didn't get an invite. 2020 is when we're looking at. See, he already set the date. Jesse oh. hasn't set his date yet. Oh. Hey, just yeah. so you know, hindsight's 2022. Yeah. Not, I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Andy, you got to look at this thing. Look at this. Look at it on his phone. He's already got it listed as my wife. Oh, boy. He has changed her name on the phone to my wife. It's official. Wow. Well, yeah. fa- it was Facebook well, official. Yeah. First. Did you guys like yeah. go? D- did you go down to the courthouse or something no, when we were looking? No, 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 <laughs> no. We're not married yet. But yeah. All right. Essentially. Essentially. We bicker like an old married couple. Perfect. That's the best way to do it. <laughs> get it out of the way. Then you guys well, can just back go on. to racing. Why? Yeah, now I, now I'm the one that has to. Be the one that's taken so, off of my so how tangent. Are the, yes. How are the late model points shaping up? Is Bernhagen still Bernhagen from Munster, but in the red, white, and blue, it was Munster leading Bernhagen. So that's going to shake up a little bit. I think Bernhagen is probably starting to pad his point lead a touch yeah, in the Thursday night standings. Coming into the night, he had a seven-point lead on right. Munster. And fast and time again, seven out of eight. That's nuts. That is nuts. Uh, the successful year we had in 2003 when we won the championship in that division, we had 12 fast times out of 15 nights. Okay. So well, he's. I think the record Terry Court still has. And that on the be? quarter mile, when the limiteds were on the quarter was mile. Was it every night? 14 out of 15. Oof. Impressive. Very impressive. And you need good weather for that to happen, too. Yep, exactly. Because we only have, what, I think 15 scheduled nights, right? Because we've just passed the halfway yeah, we point. we had 16 last year. I think yeah, this was, eight, this, year. this was eight, so... We're past the halfway point already. So it's time to start looking at some points. It is. I mean, we've been talking about it. Now we really got to start talking about it and looking at it. But Yeah, Mm. Meyer offer was 25 back coming into the night, and then uh, obviously Brazen picked up some, and and, uh, Van Wyken's in fifth. Rodewald, he had kind of a rough night. I watched that heat race, too, and he was passing uh, Wenzel for the lead, and it didn't look like there was a lot of room given. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rodewald had his left side tires on the quarter mile. Yeah, he was, uh, he was 50-50 he in there. the line there. It didn't work out so well. Kind of a tough – it was just one of those nights where it started off bad because he comes out to qualify. The transponder's not working. I remember that, yep. So those laps go by the wayside, and then he only gets one lap when he comes back out, and that was only good enough for 11th, and that just sort of set the table for a rough night for Travis Rodewell, That happened to somebody last Friday at Norway. Their transponder wasn't working, so they manually timed him. Have you ever heard of that? So I don't know if somebody got a stopwatch out. Might have done that. Or what a, they did. Might but have done that at a ton of race before. Now they with manually the su- timed them. Now so with the super lates, but out. with some of the other support <laughs> classes, we may or may not have done that before. Yeah. Hey, whatever works. Yeah, for sure. I mean, at the end of the day, they're all going to go into the race. They're going to figure it out. Of course, at Norway, that's a little weird because you're kind of actually going for time to get into the show there. I mean, yeah, we've the only, guy. The yeah, we've only really ended up like nine. Yeah, we've only really done it with like the vintage cars before, where. Times don't even really. Nope, lates. Yeah. Meyer off, we're talking about lates. We're looking where you are. Wait till we points. get to the figure eights, bud. You don't look at points till August, but we're oh. looking at them for you. 
We're not even in the I figure eights yet. I don't care about uh, points in the late model. I gotta say, Andy Money had a hell of a run tonight. Oh my God, you're only like 20 minutes too late for this Meyerhofer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah. It was fun. You did good tonight too. Well, yeah. not too bad. It, in the figure eights, it was okay. We're gonna get to that. Yeah. We're moving. You might up. have to come. Uh, yeah, you might have to come commentate play play. in a minute. Play by play. I almost blew that motor up. I think the head gasket's gone. <laughs> well, you got the trophy, didn't you? That's all, all right, that matters. All right, let's get into figure eights now. Yeah. You're here. Stay right here. Meyer Hoffer won the figure eights tonight. Atta boy. Give me like 10 seconds. Yeah. Like yeah. Dan Scramble. Dan Scramble hey, to get the microphone didn't out. Didn't you just say on this podcast like two weeks ago that you were parking that thing because it's not working and we got to focus on the other car? You are correct, Andy. And then what happened? Uh, I parked it. And? I don't think you even need to do that, Dan. I, I think I think Mike's loud enough. The barn. The old car from the barn. Yep. So you're going to leave that other car for me then? Yes, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Oh, unfortunately, my mom was listening and she said no. Oh, no. Are you a mama's boy? I am a mama's boy. <laughs> we think pays for the race car. No, Brian's a mama's boy. <laughs> what happened to Brian tonight? Flat tire. Oh. Left rear. That was 10 minutes ago. LR. <laughs> hey, Mike Meyerhoff won the figure eights tonight. We did. When was your last figure eight feature win on a Thursday night? We were trying to figure that out. Um, well, doesn't your tile say it? You should have them all listed on Yeah, there. you should. You should work on that now. I was here on 4th of July and updated my tile. Very I nice. I might have had a couple screwdrivers and there got you a go. crazy with the pen, but it's all updated now. It's probably been about five, four years since I've raced figure eight. So tonight was a little, and especially on the Jeff Wool rubbing night, it was on unreal for yeah. us or whatever and you really had to hold on there too because van de wettering was like right there at the and end. i was blowing up water was shooting in my freaking or in my uh windshield you can say that word that word's fine <laughs> yeah nobody's listening yeah. anyway and i wasn't gonna stop no way when you're a leader andy i'm sure you felt that if the car isn't right and you're the leader and you got two laps to go you just keep driving it yep and I did, and Craig, Craig, I gotta give him credit. He dumped me in week two. He raced me super clean tonight, and um, that you know it's figure eight racing, but you know it's still a race. Was there extracurricular after the checkered flag? I didn't think so. Did Looked I like he was congratulating. No. Usually, usually, you, um, he? yeah, he congratulated yeah, me. He's kind of waving um, at you. Usually, I'm good for a good burnout after a figure eight race. Well, you took a note out of Rowdy Audi's book after last week. Well, also, oh, yeah, you know, he didn't want else. more. He didn't want more water in his. Uh, uh, yeah, I was there. There literally was water blowing in my windshield, and I thought, "Oh God, I, can I even last two laps?" Mount Saint Helens here. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was fun, and I appreciated everything. You know, all the my guys surprised me um, one Friday. I was going up north with my kids, and. They brought that old black car in the shop, and they put that yellow car that I won tonight with, and they switched the motors and said, go out there and win. Nice. Didn't think I could do it. Obviously, starting front help, but, you know, it was fun. Well, congratulations. Well, thank you, Matt. You're welcome. Do it again. Do it again soon. It's just getting ready for the eve. Right. We're two months away from the eve. Yeah, we got to see how a trailer looks on the back of that thing. You get the bus ready. I like the bus. My van is no longer 
out there, but I should get another van. I always had nice vans. I don't know if you guys can remember. I remember any the of turtle van. I like that one. That was my favorite. Oh, the turtle bus. Yeah. I had the Mystery Machine van. For I remember the, the Mystery race. Machine as well. Yep. Did you also do the uh, the mutts cuts? Was Mutt that cuts? You? Yep. <laughs> From yep. Dumb and Dumber. Yep. 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 I remember that one. Dan's probably never seen that movie though. Nope. Oh no! <laughs> no! Are you kidding me? Kidding? You've Shut never seen it's, Dumb it's and not, Dumber. It's not about SoundCloud. Are you kidding now. me? Nope. How did that girl say yes to your proposal? No Days of Thunder, no Dumb and Dumber. Oh my Let me guess, God. no Major League. You've never seen nope. Days of Thunder. No Varsity never Blues. Nope. Yeah. Good God. You live Roadhouse? a sheltered life, my friend. Nope. Never How seen many, Roadhouse. I got a better question for him. How many times have you watched Frozen? Zero. Oh, okay. That was a trick question. I was waiting for him to walk into it. Good I can answer. sing every song. And I will. Well, you've got, right you got a daughter right in that age group, <laughs> so you're okay. <laughs> I was afraid, Dan, that was like probably his favorite movie or something. No. Mike's probably seen Frozen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have par- two daughters. Yeah. I watched part of it with Anise one time, and yeah. I can you recite gotta do the it. songs. Okay. Not that you guys want to hear that. No. No. Nobody no. wants to hear me sing. I know what to do next time. There's karaoke here. What night do they have I'm karaoke? I'm a karaoke yeah, king. Oh, good. It's yeah, I'm a karaoke on We should put karaoke on there. But anyway, let's uh, let's move along with the podcast. So thank you, Thanks, thank Mike. you, gentlemen. Good to talk to you. Congrats. Any, anytime. Come on over. We always got the microphone for the show stopper, the podcast stopper. Third Street Kakana. All right. So that takes care of the figure eights. Uh, let's work our way uh, over to the quarter mile late models. That was fun. Hey, we missed something with the uh, late models. What did we miss? What did we miss? The rookie points battle. That's gonna be completely. That one different. is nuts. Timmers and Krieger. Yeah, Timmers and Krieger. About the last two left because Tara has missed one night and then yep. had a short night a couple of weeks ago. So it's kind of Will Timmers and Craig Krieger now. Yeah, and Timmers went out before Craig did tonight. Yeah, they were separated. I think by about fi- somewhere between like fifteen and twenty points coming into tonight. So. Yeah, and Craig's getting more comfortable week after week. I'm sure Will is too. So. Yeah, oh, Will, yeah. Will actually watch. got a top 10 last week, so that was his best finish in a larger field, too, so yep. hats off for that. But now the third late model class on the quarter mile, and it was the two veteran guys, right? Sparowski, Sparowski and yep. Birkin. And Birkin. We are flashing back to 1996 in no time flat. Do you remember the cars they drove back then? Do you remember Tom Sparowski's, like, purple and blue number mm. four car? And then Mm-mm. Birkin always had, like, the 104.3 car. Yes, yes. Black and yes. yellow. Yes, I remember that car. I remember he would have his trailer at the storage unit on yeah. 41. right as you're coming over, yep. Right, yeah. He so still always stores his cars there. Does I he? saw his car there, okay. like, two weeks ago. Yep, so you would always know where the race car was. That was cool. And then they prepared another car tonight for Sawyer to right. run. Sawyer Efforts was running his old late model in that yeah. Yep. Wreckers Towing bringing that one in. I saw you finish third in the first one. How do you do in the second one? Uh, probably somewhere around the top five, I think. Okay, Not cool. too bad. I want to Kelsey. see about the same. Yeah, when I seen him out there, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I wonder how many laps Sawyer has there. And then I remember he ran in the Superstock class yeah. a couple years before he, did. he moved up. That's right. So yeah. he's that's where he started before. at WR. I yep. think if they would have had an overall winner, they don't do that. They just do the two features. I think Kelsey Hayes probably would have had it because she finished she second and fourth maybe. Yeah, very so. strong. Yeah, good runs for her on this particular night. But, yeah, still growing a little bit. They got 10 tonight. So, yeah, competi- good to see good Chad Devine, racing, Jake Zielinski, yeah. Todd Bauman, Jerry Schneider, of course. Um, yeah, it's good to see all those guys out there running. Yeah, and I believe they are back next uh, 
for Blue the race? Uh, for the Blue Race. No, maybe not. I think actually possibly so for the, the uh, next week, right? maybe for the Bruce Miller night. Okay, Might so be. two weeks. Yeah, I'd have to check to be sure, but I thought I saw them on there for that. So that one gets in the books, and I will say the race with the most wrecks without. A yellow flag oh boy. was the four-cylinder feature. Oh, my God. I have not seen so many near wrecks in a race this season. That, that was nuts out there. I've never seen a car go sideways through an entire teardrop of the figure eight and then wind up pointing the correct direction on the racetrack and continue going. <laughs> it looked like an Eva Destruction kind of thing. It really did. It did. Or like a two-man cruiser kind of deal. With some really bad communication. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was it was nuts out there. The black flags were flying. The cones were going all over the place, which yep. meant more black flags. And I'm pretty sure that the uh, last place person who finished the race through all the disqualifications and everything probably got, like, 10th. <laughs> Not bad. Decent. Out of, like, 20 cars. Was it just disqualifications for the cones, or was there some stuff there after was the a, There too? was a little bit of rough driving out there, too. I think maybe oh, two yeah. black flags for the rough driving, and then maybe two or three for the cones. So Yeah. Yeah, it was a little bit of everything out How'd there. How'd Scott Wolf finish, friend of the podcast? Oh, uh, I have no idea. Had to come in, had to race his way in. Yeah, he did. Had to race his way in through the last chance. Oh, and he, he just got clobbered all the time. Like, through the heat race, through the semi... Like, he cut down a right front because the 44 drove on top of him and in the heat race, and then... Yeah. Well, you know what? That's good for you. That's more work on the race car that you get to do. You get paid for that, right? You're hourly? He gets free <laughs> delicious. Ooh. I wish. I'd like to go. That there. would be a deal. That would that definitely would be, be worth deal. it. I might even oh, come yeah. turn some wrenches for free delicious. I, I <laughs> definitely would. If that <laughs> offer is on the table, I will take it. Well, maybe I have to talk to uh, Scott here. And there we go. see if we can figure that all out. All right. <laughs> but in the end, the winner, very familiar car, familiar driver, if you're a friend of the sport trucks, mm. the Flying Pickle Justin Fickle gets her done. Yeah, the old Brody Reves machine. Yes, indeed. And then Brody Reves finished somewhere in the top five in his newer car. I want to say second. Yeah, uh, I think it was third or fourth. But so yeah, is he, he was leading red, white, and blue standings then? Or he did his red race points not? Mm, we would have to go back and check to be we'll sure to if those got lifted or not, but... Um, that was uh, definitely a good run there for Brody. Good run for Fickle. Fourth. Fourth for Brody. Fourth for Brody. Yes, it was, a, an, like I said, interesting night there on the quarter mile for those drivers. Paul Yor was driving the number 10 Jerry Conrad car. Yep. He might have seen and, the dirty laundry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Might have been one of those drivers. Dan's scrolling. He's scrolling. I don't even see. Oh, Scott got 11th. Okay. Mike Klein was second, right? Correct. Yeah. Another good run for him. Andy Miller? Fifth. 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 All right. He's consistent. Good job, Mitch. Good job, Andy. He, he had a good Third. run tonight. Yeah, he was kind of running away with the feature until, you know, Fickle got loose yeah. and caught him <laughs> and passed him. So. And then he just broke loose and was like Not, half a yeah, track. Yeah, yeah. Then, then it was on, like, Donkey Kong. Oh, yeah. Have you ever played Donkey Kong? I have. Okay. Oh. Hey, there okay. we go. We got to go back there to Nintendo. We then now Paper we're boy? closer. Nope. Oh. What? Excite bike? Yep. Hey, okay. Okay. Tetris? Yep. Kirby's Dreamland. Yes. The original. Yes. Qbert. Nope. Oh. Mm. Super Mario Brothers. Of course. Zelda. Have you beaten Super yes. Mario Brothers? <laughs> yes. 
Congratulations. I haven't done that yet. I gotta get the Super Nintendo out and do that on Mario All-Stars. I have a meme on my phone when it was 100 degrees out and humid a few days ago. Somebody posted Super Mario 3. And mm -hmm. remember the level where the sun gets yes. angry and chases <laughs> yes. you? Yes. Yeah, that day was that day in real yep. life. That's what oh, it yeah. felt like outside. Uh -huh. it was, it's been nasty. Or like the, uh, um, the lava flow through yes. Hawaii yep. with the lava <laughs> level. Real life. Yep, real life. Yeah. Welcome to Wisconsin where we get four feet of snow in April and then it's 100 degrees in June. Or, you know, like 80 degrees two weeks later. Right. Or Did you see in downtown after. Appleton that last snow pile melted this week? Did it really? There was a snow pile in one of the parking ramps where they compiled everything together. I'm guessing and it, it was in, in the shaded area. I was area. Say, I was guessing it was in the shade. It finally melted. Finally melted wow. from that April July snow. July 10th or Oof. whatever it was from the April Yo. snow. Well, <laughs> now, you Wisconsin. asked about Zelda. <laughs> the gold game? The gold game. How much is that thing worth? I don't know. It's like $400 if you have one of those like original ones. Crazy. Now, have you played that? No, I just uh, asked. Really? Of course I played it. We're kids of the so, 80s, bud. I played Does that Pong. look familiar at all? Yeah. Yeah. That's the ring. Zelda. That's the ring. Yep. That's nice. what you got. Uh, that's what you got the future Merces, huh? Yep. Nice work. What if she Thank gets you. you a sword? I already have one. <laughs> mm. Of course you do. Yeah. It'd be hard for her to get you a Christmas present then. I yeah. don't have a shield, though. There you go. Everybody could use a shield. Uh -huh. Speaking of somebody that could have used the shield, not a big deal that I came up with that transition. <laughs> How about Kylie Vandermoss needing a shield to maybe protect on that last lap from Jason Plutz? Wow, what a race that was. Yes, it was. Wow. Kylie yeah. got the lead, and I looked up, and Plutz got the second. There was, what, 10, tr 10 12 truck links yeah. with 10 laps left, and all of a sudden it was eight truck links and six truck links and, and four truck links. And, and then right on her bumper with five yep. to go, like, uh-oh. And we had some lap traffic in there that she maneuvered around. And Plutz made it work. He made the pass going into three, coming to the white flag, and took the win. That's two in a row for him, too, right? Two weeks ago and this week? Yeah. So last week was four, and this week was five for him on the air. Yeah. We need to get him on the podcast. We do. Yes, and you know do. what the funny thing is, though, is he is not running away with the points championship because if he doesn't win, he doesn't finish. <laughs> Where Kylie has been finishing every week and wins two seconds, thirds, so she's been consistent. Yep. Yeah, it was a good race to watch. Kyle Quala, friend of the podcast, I saw he had, I don't yeah, know if it was a motor he problem, he pulled off. Yeah, Nate Brantmeyer was in the axe, he had some issues. Yeah, tough weeks, tough Tough the season for those both nights of those like guys. these are harder than truck motors too. When it's so hot, and right. humid, these yeah. are air cooled we, Yamaha Phaser snowmobile motors. They're not designed for that. But no, definitely not. How but about them uh, Sokolik guys? Sokoliks? Yeah, Sokoliks. Yeah, they're doing better. They're getting yeah, better. Fourth and fifth. Very the nice. Loop kids. I seen her out there. Uh, yeah, yep, Cody. Cody. Cody was closing it on the top pack there as well. He was six. Yeah, he was doing good. Um, and then. Of course, Tanner Fickle was in the, the sixth six truck. truck. Yeah, With one of the Fickles wrecked really, really hard last Friday at that Norway. Was Tanner. It was bad. It must have been Tanner, yeah. We were standing Tanner. on the backstretch, and all you heard was a loud thud, and the truck mm. just came to a stop. Like, uh -oh. oh, that truck was messed up pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, and that's scary stuff. There are some places to go flipping at Norway, too. There's no walls there to catch No, you them. get in the sand trap, and it sucks yeah. you in. Or you might head to the horse track. <laughs> yeah, they got a guardrail now. Yeah, depending on where track. you go, though. The old horse track down there. And then uh, Vixmer in third. Yeah, not a bad night for him. Does he got 
A new body on that truck? Yeah. 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 Black and silver. Well, I mean, after nice. a couple weeks ago when he was dragging his bumper on the ground and like <laughs> the entire back end was just destroyed. Right. Well, I mean, it looks nice. Yeah, it does look nice. It does look nice. And he's got to be pretty far up there in the points. I too. think he's got to be close to because he's another one of those guys that's at least a bit consistent. Hasn't but been dropping out of races. Seasons. Yep. What do you got? Coming into the night, we had Kylie up by 14 on Plutz, so okay. he might have gained a few. Not much, though, What's because she finished third? second. Cole and he dropped fourth, out. And he dropped fifth, out. And Vixmer sixth. Yeah. They're all yeah. within 20 points. Might have been a good night for Vixmer. Could yeah, have scooted up. Might have leapfrogged. Yeah. Two or three spots. I mean, Quello finished 12th, Brantmeyer 13th, Wattier 14th. Yeah. Dylan Vandenberg leading the rookie standings. There we go. 15th truck. Over who? Yeah. Uh, Jeff Ludwig, 55 truck. Doesn't look like they got a lot of rookies. Mm. Or it's, this is not updated. Where's Cody Vanderloop? Cody Vanderloop is 13th. There we go. Ahead of Vandenberg? Oh, Dylan Vandenberg is 9th. Oh. Then, yeah, he's definitely got the lead. Yeah. A pretty healthy lead. Keep an eye on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, um, I just want to give a shout-out. Super Stocks tonight. Good car count. Get a couple of guys from the dirt. Ends up being a pretty good race as well in the Super Stocks. Did I see Definitely. the Rago machine got a little tore up? The Rago <laughs> yeah. and the Schwabach and the Rachel Meyerhofer machine. Yikes. Tough, tough night. Top competitors. Yeah, and Rachel, of course, picking up her first ever feature win last week. And then this week, it's another Meyerhofer car with Josh Miller behind the wheel, picking up his first win in oh. the Super Stocks. Is that what you texted me and Dan during the night? What's about that? About a first-time rookie getting a feature win? Uh, I don't think Josh is technically a rookie because oh, okay. he's raced with Dave in the past. So who are you referring to? I think Dan actually sent that out. Didn't I you, did. Dan? I did, yes. Is that who you were referring to? Yep. Yeah, I don't think he's technically a rookie. Uh, he's a rookie in your eyes. I mean, yeah. I don't, he's never run a full season by himself, at least that I can recall. So, man, eh, close. Yeah. Why not? Don't let the truth we'll get in the way it, of a good story. We'll call it how it is. Okay, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's not go there. This isn't a political podcast. <laughs> Yet. There are enough of those nah, out nah, there. Nah, are nah. enough of those out there. That is for certain. Yet. Yet. But, yeah, good night for the Super Stocks, too. Great to see some of those dirt cars coming out. Um, I think we had an IMCA stock car, that nice. four car. Yep. Yep. Um, and then the street stock, Van Oyen, and then Ariana Beatty, who led for a little while. I think Van Oyen won at Seymour on Sunday, too. Okay. Chaz? Yeah, that's cool. That was good to see. Yeah. Good to see those dirt cars coming out here and being a little bit more versatile. Definitely. And we're going to see that next week again. Got sport mods. Sport mods are coming back. Yeah, it was good the uh, R word stayed away tonight because if this uh -huh. would have canceled... We would have had the white race. We would have had the outlaws and the sport mods. That would have yeah. been a lot of show to get in. We would have been yeah. racing until 1 a.m. Yep. Yeah. But now it held off. I think it might be raining now, though. I don't know if it started raining yet. It looked like you it know. got to about Wausau and then just stopped. Died. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Which is fine by us because we like having our race, and that is for certain. Yep. Like, like we said, coming back next week, all of the normal divisions. Super stocks are off again, correct? Yeah, sport mods are here. Yeah, yep. so the sport mods are in. Brock Saunders Thank victorious you. last time. Brazen Bennett already said, if you're on the interview, he's ready to go. I'm sure we'll see Evan Beatty. Uh, the rumor is that there's going to be a couple of guys from uh, up north 
the Norway Escanaba. Osterman? Osterman. Well, he was here last time. Unfortunately, broke during practice, but apparently there's a couple other ones that race, I think, at UPIR that'll be here, too. Okay. So we could pick up three, four, five more. Had 17 the first time. Yeah. Not bad. Be Going over show. 20. All right. Could be a good time. Now, you know how we said we were going to do like a 30-minute podcast, right? I think we're over that already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, then it would be a good well, time. We're talking to Nintendo and Would be a good time to wrap up then, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Well, then we'll be back in action next week with the sport mods, the super late models. As we've passed the midway point, point battles are heating up if you want to look at those because obviously we didn't have all the information in front of us just recording after the night. FRRC.us. FRRC.us is the website. Or just find Fox River Racing Club on Facebook and go check it out. Good job tonight, Andy. Thank you. All right. Good job tonight, Dano. For what? Taking some vids. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And, and <laughs> recording the podcast and stuff. You know, you do things, and we appreciate it. Do this doesn't so. happen without you. Yeah. Nice work, my friend. Thank you. All right. Until next time, my name has been Matt Panier. Stay out of trouble. <laughs>